What's going on, guys? We are back. Ball So Hard University Season 2. Ball So Hard University. It's time. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? So we decided to take some time off from the podcast. You know, it took a couple, took a couple months for uh, the holidays and for ourselves while we were home on break for school. But we are officially back for season two. How you been, Tyler? I've been doing good, bro. Uh, there's a lot of things that I feel like that we definitely can, you know, do to make this podcast become better. I've been thinking, like, yeah, we our schedules, you know, they weren't totally, you know, in line. I guess a lot. Right. That's that's for you know the majority of the reason why. We haven't been able to record, and we went home. Um, you were here a lot in Buffalo. I went back to Rochester, so it would be I have a lot of zooms. It's better when we're in person, but I mean, it could have been done. But you know, with that time being gone, it was like we could think of more ideas how to better this podcast, like I've been saying. But the kind of thing that I like, that we kind of talked about what we're gonna try to do was we kind of started doing this like towards the end when we were done. But we want to do one podcast a week we feel like we can get a lot of information out with that there's no more football season either so we don't have to like really break down a lot of nfl games or anything right, like that yeah. but so that and then our goal is to after this podcast of course is a little intro to season two to get some guests every week so we want to get a guest every week we have a lot of you know people that we've talked to a lot of people that we can get in line but yeah i've been doing good man uh, i'm glad we're doing this back so how you been doing doing good man it's been good to have a little bit of time off just like you were saying we uh had some time to gather some content together. You know, we didn't want to water it down. We we wanted to take time to make sure that we were pushing out the best quality content that we could. Uh, we got a whole lineup of people that we're going to end up grabbing for, for guests this season. It's going to be better than ever. And we're just honestly excited to be back in the podcast game and, and recording on a weekly basis for you guys again. So uh, without... You know, without further ado, honestly, let's just get right into it today. I mean, yeah, so I mean, with us being gone, obviously there was Christmas. I mean, that's yeah. that's long past now. It's about uh, over a month past. I mean, how was that? How was like seeing your family? Like, what have you been up to? I've, I've been, so I've been um, in Buffalo uh, working. I, I no longer ha- uh, worked at the job that I was at um, when we were talking last time. Uh, that was that was just a whole big cluster. It was a job that was honestly more of a temporary thing. Uh, it was something that I knew that I wasn't going to last forever. It was something that I was hired to do for a, a temporary gig. So I knew that I didn't know when it was going to end, but uh, it ended. Basically, you're going to keep your mouth shut about it. Yeah, we're not going to talk. We're not going to talk. We're not going to talk any junk or anything. You know, I, I said my piece, but, but we are where we are. Anyway. Uh, so I've been I've been holding it down up in Buffalo, uh, just you know holding the apartment down with my girlfriend, and uh, we went and visited home for a couple weeks. You know, spent some time with the family during the holidays and the New Year's. So it was fun. You know, it's it's always nice to go home and see family during the holidays and just take some time for yourself. So uh, what did, what did you get? To, what did you do this holidays? For sure, yeah, I got to spend a lot of time with the family. You know, going all around Rochester, doing everything I could. I didn't think I'd be there in Rochester as long as I thought I was gonna be. But, you know, I'm glad I was. I was glad I could see, you know, all my family, like my brothers, too. I know they definitely want to see me sometimes. So it was good to be around for my family. I'm also, you know, I was heartbroken because my Steelers, uh, wow, this was on hold. I feel like the last time we had it, they might have lost one game or no game. Yeah, so right. It's uh, been a really heartbreaking end of the season for that. So that would that really sucks for me. 
playoff game was absolutely dreadful. We all know that. I don't want to talk about that. But, um, yeah, I've been doing well. Um, just kind of, you know, back in Buffalo, excited. I'm actually going to Miami uh, tomorrow. So, well, I guess this won't be out. I don't know if this will be out tomorrow or not. But, you know what I mean. I'll be in Miami. But, I'm, you know, I'm glad to be back. And I'm glad to keep doing this. You know, just doing, I was working for a little bit. But, you know, here we are. Yeah, it's such a weird time to to like, you know, you ask somebody, you know, what are you up to? What are you doing? You know, where are you working right now? And it's like not a weird answer to get from people that they're, you know, not working right now or that mm-hmm. they're unemployed or that they can't find work right now. So it's just such a weird world that we're living in. But it does give you some time to, uh, you know, do some of the things that you love and, and mm-hmm. you know, get to do some passions like we are right now, podcasting, mm-hmm. things that you wouldn't, you know, typically get to do if you're working a full-time job. So right. we're lucky enough to be in a position where we can do this on a weekly basis, and we're just excited to be back. And I'm glad you finally got on uh, LinkedIn. I'm glad you got on I did, I did. It is a great, we talked about social media a while back, but it's a great site to be on. I actually just landed a really good internship. It's very, it's all remote. It's with Rosenhaus Sports. They're based out of Miami. Um, it's a really good sports agency. So yeah, it's huge. We just started up. I haven't really done much yet. We haven't really got through the process, at least. I think after the Super Bowl, it will start, you know, adding up a little bit. But that's, you know, a really good experience and, you know, a lot of good people to reach out to. So that's definitely, you know, going to be well for us in our futures and our jobs. And also, you know, there's people we can probably reach out to about this podcast. So I think that there's something, you know, once we keep getting guests on, something we can you know, look into and query about. Yeah, this uh, this podcast has given us a ton of connections that we never honestly thought that we'd have before. You know, we've worked with some really high profile people, whether it be in the radio industry, the media industry. You know, we've talked to people that you know are our top talents for barstool sports. You know, we we've had lucky opportunities to have really good guests on the show, and we you know we set a bar that we don't want to go lower than. So we want to mm-hmm. continue to get these high quality guests, and we will continue to grab them. You know. Exactly. But a big thing, you know, I know you're huge into this. A big thing that has happened over the past couple of weeks, lots and lots of debate about. I'm, I wish I was more into it. I've been trying. I even downloaded the app, but I really haven't done anything with it. But obviously the stocks, that was a huge yep. thing. Yeah. If you didn't know anything about stocks, I'm sure if you went on Twitter, Instagram, you'd, you might think that you know everything about it, basically. Yeah. A lot of shit went down. So break that down a little for me. What have you been doing with them? Break it down. So I'm no, you know, I'm no Wolf of Wall Street. I, I, I'm no Jordan Belver. I don't sit here acting like I know anything and everything about stocks. I, I have a background of knowing how they work. I know how the trends go. I know how to invest your money in a you know minor fashion as just an everyday trader. But when I saw news that the market was going to go ballistic, for these stocks like GameStop and AMC, Nokia, BlackBerry, all the there, there was tons of stocks that went crazy uh, on the last couple of days of January, and it was all started basically from you know a, a social media revolution on on Reddit on a Reddit page. Uh, it was a, like the Wall Street bets page on Reddit, and that uh, upset some very it, high yeah, quality people. It, it did. It, it well, it it upset the one percent is what it yeah. did. It upset the people that can make the rules that hurt the small trader, you know, the people that are sitting here making money 364 days out of the year. And this one day that the smaller man in America decides to make some money, Mm. all of a sudden everything's going wrong. So let me ask you this. 
what they did obviously is GameStop and that's back up and everything. GameStop is down so still, heavily. No, right but now. no, I mean, I mean, but it's it's up and you can buy it and everything. Uh, right now. So I don't know about on Robinhood. There was a whole there was so the whole well, thing. No, on that, that's what I want to ask you. I want to ask you about your whole. So obviously it might be on there now, but I, what I ask you now is, what was your whole thoughts? I know that you um had some stock into it, but and obviously like you said, the one percenters I mean, they didn't want it on there. People of Robinhood, the people that were running everything. What did you honestly think of them just, you know, only allowing you to like sell? Like, what, what did, like obviously, I don't, I'm not crazy high into it. I really wish I was. I, I started to look into it then because I think everybody tries to at that point. But yeah. what was your thoughts on that kind of? So I didn't do a ton of research at first into what happened with Robinhood because I was lucky enough to have gotten in on the stock before it blew up. I got in on GameStop and AMC and the Dogecoin stuff and all that before anyone out before it really hit the mainstream so i i got all these stocks when they were low and purchasable in the morning you know before it all blew up at a really low price it is crazy because i remember you texted that one time and i actually didn't hear a ton about it and then i went on twitter like later on and uh, yeah it's crazy and anyway, so like so basically what robin hood did is after they found out that everything was blowing up they shut down all the stocks that were going crazy that people were making all this money on their ceo basically made a call and he said that, look, we're going to take these stocks off of our website, which is basically something that you shouldn't be able to do. You shouldn't be able to delist stocks if they're available to the everyday trader on Wall Street. If those stocks are firing away on Wall Street and they're actively climbing or falling, then they should be available to people that are using a stock app like Robinhood or any of the other apps that shut down these stocks. So at one point of the day when everything was blowing up, Robinhood decided to shut them all down. You couldn't purchase anything else. You couldn't do anything. Everything was on hold. You couldn't even deposit money and use the money that you deposited right away. You had to wait like five days, which is outlandish. Like you should be able to deposit the money and use it to pay for stocks that you want to buy. So they basically did things that many people deemed as illegal by taking all these stocks down. <laughs> and the fact that people couldn't buy or sell some of their stocks at certain points in time lost some people thousands hundreds of thousands and millions of dollars and you're thinking oh well why would you follow a stupid trend that was started by reddit well the stocks don't lie everyone and anyone could see that these stocks were climbing at a rate that was more rapid than any than anything that people have seen in the past what 20 years yeah. maybe ever in, in wall street I, I laugh at that because i just every time i think of this now is when i would go on twitter and i would see uh dave portnoy you know <laughs> Taking an absolute shit in his yeah. place, which I mean, I I'm not like on his side. Rightfully I agree so. with him. Yeah, and he said they should be fucking thrown in jail. <laughs> I I agree. I I mean, if I was somebody that had sunken in say ten thousand dollars into Suit a guys. stock, and that stock was worth twenty five thousand dollars, and I couldn't do shit with that stock, I'd be fucking livid. I would be livid. That's that's a fifteen thousand dollar profit right there that you can't take out or do anything with or sell. Or if you wanted to buy more because it's sitting there rising and rising and rising, and you can't. That's got to be the most frustrating feeling in the world. So I just feel, I feel personally that in this country, with how capitalism works and everything, that the small man, when it comes to making money, will never actually win, you know? And yeah. this is exhibit A of it right here, man. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens now. I mean, what are the stocks looking like right now? Is anything really going crazy at the moment? And it's kind of They watered them down pretty pretty yeah. heavily. Um, the GameStop one was at like over $400 
per share. Like, dude, I heard, I don't know how true, I heard it, I want to say on the Pat McAfee, because I've been listening to him a lot, that's one thing I've been doing, you know, prepping for some of the podcasts, seeing what he does, like, obviously funny guy, you know. So he talked about the stocks when it was going up. I guess some kid, I don't know if you heard of it or not, some kid, I don't know how old he was, and he must have had, like, a decent amount of money in his savings, I guess, but apparently put his whole life savings on GameStop when that whole shit was happening. And I want to say that they say he made $13 million. Some shit like that. Some crazy thing. Which Dude. It's unbelievable. Like, okay, I'm not saying invest your life savings. That's not the smartest thing in the world. But somehow if it works, I mean, it fucking works. But yeah, when I heard that, I was like, are you kidding me? Just off stocks, his kid became a millionaire? Like, come on. Multi-millionaire. I mean, let's just, we'll put it into perspective. If you bought a stock of GameStop, say you bought $10,000 worth of GameStop, on January 1st of this year, 2021, it would be $17 a stock. It went up to $400 a stock. Like, you I mean, I'm not going to do the math right now, no, but you could do the math in your head on, uh, and on how much fucking money that you would make yeah. if you sunk 10K into a $17 stock that turned into a Fortune, hunt, Fortune 500 company overnight. <laughs> That's gross. It, it's, you, you can buy two Apple stocks with the price of what GameStop was at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's no. it's it was insane, and it was all started off of just a you know a wave of GameStop, AMZ, millennial people that like, just decided to fucking hop on some train. Like I can't believe that just one Reddit page. I mean, I know it was a bigger page. You could just put that together like that. But like you were saying with Portnoy, like <laughs> he said it too. I mean, I'm taking this right from him. Obviously, he, Portnoy is this is the thing. Obviously, he's a over a hundred million dollar guy. So yeah. I, mean, I know that he's not really. I, Obviously, he's but he's mad at the suit guys, like Wall Street people. He calls them the suit guys. He can take okay. Like I saw the Chris Cuomo interview with him on CNN. Oh yeah, Porno just went on CNN and in 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 Cuomo was basically. I thought the interview was fantastic up until one question that he asked him was basically about how Porno has all this money and the people that follow him don't. Yet he's still preaching to sit here and you know these these stocks are going to the moon. This this and that buy these stocks. And he's influencing these people to spend their money when they don't have it is basically what he was trying to tell him. But I'm sorry, like if you're if you're an adult and you're at an age where you're supposed to be able to make decisions like that, you shouldn't be able to let someone who's Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports influence you to the point where you just sell saying, your house oh, away. Oh, you're saying like people shouldn't have to li- shouldn't li- if they don't want. Yeah, to, yeah. like that's a, that's a stupid question to ask. Like of co- like I don't care who you are, you shouldn't yeah. be able like. If you're an adult, you shouldn't let someone influence you to the point where you make some outlandish call like sinking your life savings into fucking Dogecoin. You know what I'm saying? Or or, or sinking it into GameStop when it went up overnight in a day. And it's not going to stay that high. Like, you know, no. I don't think that people, you know, so people are sitting here bitching at Portnoy like, why would you tell me to do this? Why would you tell me to invest in this? And it's like, he didn't place the, he didn't place the stock purchase. He was fucking saying for him, he told, he was, you know, telling people to do it. He was explaining for himself why he thought it was basically fucked up what the suit guys were doing. Yeah. But I mean, he's not, he's not like, he's not buying it for you. He's not buying it for He's you. not forcing you to go purchase that stock. He's telling you what he thinks. He's run this Davy Day Trader thing for months now since, before yeah, since this, the quarantine and shit. Yeah, he was really going in on He that. just gives you his advice and he will win and lose money with you. He shows you what he purchases and he shows you what he sells. The same thing with gambling. It is. The same thing. It's the same okay. thing. It's educated gambling. You, you, you have some sort of business mindset behind taking a gamble on a company. I mean, yes, you can make an educated guess like, oh, during quarantine, obviously, like cruise lines are eventually going to go up again or hotel line or, you know, like Marriott's going to go up again. Yeah. 
like that was a guess that people could easily make, you know. Yeah. But gambling, it's the it's the same thing. It's a gamble when it comes to stocks, and you got to know what you're getting yourself into. And obviously, you know, gambling that's a huge thing. I'm kind of moving into the next topic, but gambling was a big thing. A lot of a lot of gamblers will do this weekend, and I know you know what that is. I Hell haven't yeah. really, I actually haven't been betting in a long time now. I actually been taking a lot of time off, which I'm so grateful to. Me too. To do. Me too. But I know I'll be back for this weekend. I mean, everybody is the props, everything. Super Bowl weekend. I'm excited for it. Yeah, man. I, you know, this Super Bowl is a little. I mean, it's super different. It's the, it's one of the most different Super Bowls that we've ever had. And it's the, a home and the team. NFL and the NFL's gotta love it because. Dude, this is the most marketable thing they could have done. They have the 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 coming on goat, like who's gonna be probably the goat eventually against the goat. It's like yeah. the old guy versus the young guy, the best to come, the Passing best, the like torch. the best, the best, basically. It's the face so of the NFL. Against, this will you know? be. I mean, I already think Brady is the goat, but and I've been preaching all year. I thought how good the Bucks were. They went on like a little bit of like a shit streak, but they've been really hot. Their defense is fucking nice now. But if Brady wins this, I mean. I have nothing to say. I got no words. I mean, I am going to say something, though. I'll give you some props. Is that when we first started recording this podcast back in, I don't even know, October, you had, you said it, man. You said you had your bucks as the Super Bowl pick. You had I it. No, I wanted to say it's the Steelers, probably, but, you know. Yeah, hey, I mean, <laughs> you had your Super Bowl pick. I mean, the Chiefs, are, the Chiefs could be everyone's Super Bowl yeah. pick. I mean, they're probably going to go for a while <laughs> consistently yeah. to be in the AFC Championship. Well, you know what's gross? I saw a thing that was like, so. Uh, 18 of their 22 starters, so offense, defense starters, 22 people, obviously. 18 of their 22 starters are locked in for the next four years. So it's gross. It's disgusting. I don't know how they paid Mahomes like a billion dollars and somehow <laughs> paid everybody else too. <laughs> their cap space was fantastic before they got Mahomes. That's, I mean, that's that's a big reason. But when they when it's come time to pay Kelsey Hill. I mean, they paid Kelsey a little bit. They get a couple. Well, I mean, again, though, is what I'm saying. I, yeah. Like when it's come to, you know, when it comes time, you got to pay those guys again. You got some guys on defense. You got to pay. You got, I mean, you got what? Well, you got Hilaire. That's gonna probably be right, there but for just, a bit. But just think about that, though. The four, you got four years of a confirmed 18 starters. Like that's just gross. Yeah, they're gonna be good. They're <laughs> gonna be good for the next. I mean, they're gonna be good forever as long as they have Mahomes. They're gonna have a chance. Yeah. But I mean, we'll see because he's locked in there for like 12 years, or probably like 11 more years. So we'll see like what happens when yeah. guys start. I mean, that's gonna be a long time from now. So I don't know. You'll be seeing State Farm commercials for yeah. Quite some time, dude. The NFL has wanted the Rodgers versus uh, Mahomes Super Bowl for two years now, and it just hasn't. It just happened has not happened because Rodgers, for some reason, chokes. And and you know what? I I never was like I didn't really know much. I mean, obviously, I like Rodgers. It never like was huge on him though. But ever since he did Pat McAfee on Tuesday, I listen to him sometimes, dude. He's a, he's a fucking he's funny man. I really like. He's that a cool guy. guy. He's like a cool Rogers. guy, man. He's real laid back. It's pretty dope. But this guy for some reason hasn't figured it out in the a- or NFC championships. And you know how weird it is, man, just to hear that stat. I know he's only been in there one year, but to see the stat that Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers have the same amount of NFC championship wins as Tom Brady. Tom yeah. He's been there for one year. Yeah. That's gross. That's crazy. <laughs> 10 Super Bowls. This is his 10th Super Bowl. But you said Brees and Rodgers Rod- combined? They, they both have, no, 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 I mean to get like they both Oh, together. One, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. Like that is just Gross! This is his tenth Super Bowl. Yeah. I was looking back at the Super Bowls, dude. His first Super Bowl win was in two thousand and two, and that was two thousand twenty-one. Right now, it was the Tuck Rule. Yeah, that was like that was the Tuck Rule year. Won. Yeah, that they was beat. The... I looked, so they beat uh the Rams when they had Kurt Warner two thousand two. Then oh four, I want to say they they beat like Carolina. I had no idea they beat them. And then the the teams they beat, so they beat them too. They lost to the Giants twice, and then they beat like Atlanta, Seattle. 
the Eagles one time with Donovan McNabb and the Rams, but they lost to uh, the Eagles too as well. The Giants, yeah. But That's... yeah, I mean, that there it's not that Brady is is still going strong. And dude, as weird as it sounds, like I think it's nuts. I do. <laughs> Brady's forty three years old right now. And even if he wins, I don't see him going out. He looks fucking great. He's, dude, how long is 50? Like, I, I don't... There's no end in sight for him. He looks fantastic. Like, I honestly think he, he looks better. It looks in better shape now than he did when he came into the league. I want his, It doesn't make any sense. I want his supplements or something. He's got the TB12 stuff. I want Whatever he's got. Invest into it or something. <laughs> yeah. He's, he need to give me some of that. But Brady is... Can you Do you think that he can do it this... Do you think he can do it this weekend? So here's a, like, like genuinely. So let's, let's make our picks here. I, if, so the line actually right now is Chiefs three and a half. I mean that's just a regular you know line. There's yeah. not, it's hard to pick basically. Pick. I would I would lean Chiefs here. Yeah. So this is what this is how I put it. I want Tampa Bay to win. I'd like to see Brady do it of a different team without Belichick the first season. Like that's just unheard of. Mm-hmm. I have a very hard time seeing them win. I'm gonna be honest with you. I really think the Chiefs are gonna win. But here's how I'll put it. So you got. Crazy weapons on both sides. You look at the Chiefs, you know, Hill, Kelsey, Mahomes. That's, that's all you really need, honestly. They got other receivers, too, that are good. But then you look at the offense, the other side, they're also stacked. Brady, Fournette has been going crazy in the playoffs yeah. somehow. And then you got fucking Mike Evans, Godwin, AB is back. Fucking Scotty Miller's good, too. Yeah, he's been snapping. I mean, Gronk is Gronk. I mean, he hasn't done great this season, but he's still Gronk. You never know. He can make he's the there. play. They can make a play in the Super Bowl. So there's offensive weapons on both sides. Uh, Mahomes is obviously the more talented guy at this point. He can move around. Brady's not moving around. So if you get pressure on him, that's how you do it. But the only thing is the Bucs could do it because I think their defense is better than Kansas City. I'm not saying Kansas City's defense is bad because they're definitely not. They played very well against Buffalo. I, I, That was insane how good they played. But And they started off like shit too, which was crazy. But I think the Bucs definitely have the better defense. But I think it's just, I think it'll be a close one. I think like three-point game. But I, I think the Chiefs are going to win as much as I want Brady to win. I saw a stat that there is a better chance of Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. It was like 40%. Or no, if like, you were to place your bet, the statistics say that you have a better chance of Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl than you betting on Steph Curry to make the next three-point shot that he's going to take. <laughs> That's it's gross. We're talking like isn't that like this is such a weird no, stat, but like that's the that's one of the craziest things I've ever heard. The but, best three point shooter probably of all time. If you were to yeah. literally play place a bet, you would have higher odds of Brady winning the Super Bowl. And that's unreal. And that, he's been in like forty percent of Super Bowls or something. Like yeah. just ten out of like fifty or 10, something. Or not forty percent, but you know. What I mean? No. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Yes. He's been in ten, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> If you, the past, since he's been in the league, he's been in over half the Super Bowl. Er, no, yeah. half. No, like a... Like since a 2002. Since his first Super Bowl. Oh, He's oh, been in right, over right. half. So, which is nuts. Oh, yeah, for 20 years. been like 18. Half, yeah. He's been since then. So, which is nuts is... So, my, here you go. I want Tampa Bay. You know that. I think the Chiefs are going to win. But, like, he can't count out Brady. I'm just saying you can't. Like, you can... I won't say that they're going to, like... I don't care how good the Chiefs are. It's Tom fucking Brady. But the only thing that really, really scared me was... I honestly, I'm going to be completely honest, you thought Buffalo was going to beat the Chiefs. Like, I will be dead ass with you. Because, strictly for the reason, and I know the Chiefs aren't the Steelers. They are much better than the Steelers. Obviously, we saw that towards the end of the season. But, the Steelers, for a while, were playing very close with teams. And they were getting by. And then eventually, it just wasn't working. Like, 
eventually you got some good teams that are like, fuck it, like you're not gonna win anymore. So the Chiefs for like ten games in a row were playing like with like one score, one score, one score. Even in the playoff game, like with the Browns. I mean, I know uh, Mahomes got hurt, but still. And then they just played the best game of the whole fucking season. They just went nuts, bro. It was yeah. like insane. So that scares me because it seems like they can turn on the switch whenever they want. It's almost like they're bored and they didn't give a fuck. And now they're just like, oh, matters. Let's do it. Right. I, I don't think. And here's the thing too. I know everybody's like, oh, Tampa Bay's at home. I don't think Mahomes gives a fuck. <laughs> There's no fans in the stands. No, realistically. no, twenty five thousand. And then realistically, also, if you're thinking like, even if there was maximum capacity of fans allowed in the Mahomes stands, it's how not, many Tampa fans exactly. do you really think would be there? Because the affording tickets. tickets bro, like, I actually looked right now. I mean, I know it's different. Probably they might have been a little cheaper if it was a full stadium. Dude, for the nosebleeds right now, if you wanted to buy one ticket, it's over $8,000. It's probably more now, so like $10,000. I I wouldn't be worth it, man. I'm sorry. I couldn't I couldn't drop eight grand on two and a half hours of football, man. Yeah. But hey. unless my team, I mean, it, I mean, it would be a different story if we're yeah. talking about like hey. Indy being there. Right it now, is, but. And, and it sucks with COVID, man, because we, we, we potentially could have been down there, which, you know. We should have been down. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, it's all right, though. I mean, we got There's a opportunities. Yeah, a lot of opportunities. But I'm glad I'm actually so like I said I'll be down in Florida tomorrow so I'm not gonna be in Tampa but I'm definitely like gonna go out and probably get a little drunk and uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens I mean it should be a fun Super Bowl I'm excited for it definitely I don't know I'm leaning like I said Chiefs I don't even know if I can take three I don't even know what to do I really have no idea I don't little know what to do I like a lot of props though I want to see props I like those props they do in the Super Bowl the props are good I I, I would take because I bet you the the line would be Mahomes over two and a half touchdowns I bet you he throws three. I would probably hit that line. What What do you get? Like, if you had to pick a score in this game, what do you What do you think? It's right off the, the dome right now. I, I mean, just given the fact that Kansas City's defense isn't. I mean, they're not. They played well against Buffalo. They played really well against Buffalo. Who Buffalo looked like they couldn't be stopped. On uh, I mean, Diggs couldn't be stopped, and then all of a sudden they locked him up. I'm not saying Kansas City's defense is amazing, but it's definitely like feasible. Like they can go up and against people and the do thing, okay. The thing with Kansas City to me is like you were just saying is that they've had like a stretch of games during the regular season where it was a little iffy. Like, yeah, we're talking about winning. that that Falcons game like yeah, that was they were winning really... games by uh under 7 for like I don't know how many games in a row. But then they nece- and they weren't necessarily putting up their 30 bombs each week either. That Falcons game like I said was a 16-14 and some, and yeah, score or something like that. Know. So I can see it going one of two ways. I could see it being an absolute defensive showdown for no apparent reason when you have two high-powered offenses. I could see it being like a I don't want to see that. 21 to 13 or 18 to 13 that. some shitty shitty defensive game in the Super Bowl because let's not lie, it is a Super Bowl. People come out a little reserved, you know, they're not going to be some teams do at least, you know, some teams come out running the ball. They might not be heaving it right away in the first quarter. Mahomes might. We've never seen a Super Bowl like this, personally. But, in my opinion, I, I think that it's going to be a little high scoring. I wouldn't be surprised if it was low scoring. Yeah, here's what we could see, too. We saw the whole season. I know it's different. Bruce Arians, he runs that team, and they're, they're a pass-heavy, throw-the-ball-deep-down-the-field team. That's Brady's whole game has changed from his uh, little slant routes to right. Edelman all the time, or Wes Welker. He still likes him. No, he does. Like I mean, he's got Scotty Miller. <laughs> but you know, but Scotty Miller goes long, bro. He had this crazy play against uh, Green Bay. But what I'm trying to see here is, can we? Do we see here? Like, I think that you'll still he's still gonna open it up. I mean, he's got fucking Mike Evans, Godwin, and AB, so he's definitely gonna throw the ball down the field. I mean, you For have sure. those guys like that. But Brady's been here before. He's won it six times. It's gross. 
And if he wins here, he'll have more Super Bowls by himself than any team. So that's that's disgusting. And then also with Brady, I mean, like I said, he's been there before and he's managed a lot of Super Bowls. Could we see a little bit in the game so we kind of keep the ball away from Mahomes? That's how you beat them. Yeah, that, that is a big thing. It was is uh, the fact that Brady has the Super Bowl experience. Mahomes, I mean, he's been in two now. I know Mahomes. Yeah, okay. Well, we're not gonna. Yeah, let's not act like Mahomes has never been. Yeah. But I am gonna say, as as a seasoned player, if you're if you're sitting there placing your bet on a, on two teams that are evenly matched, relatively. Let's be honest here before you jump into that. Brady is not nervous one day going into this game. He's been here. I was talking about it. times, dude. I was watching them in the post game. I was literally just sitting there watching Tom Brady post game. The dude wasn't even fucking phased. Dude. This is another. This was another Sunday for the guy. <laughs> it is. This he Sunday, doesn't care at this point. Like, think about it. Mahomes. He's been in one Super Bowl, right? And I, I th- think Mahomes has that it factor, which it might not phase him as much. And he, I know he's only been at once, but it, Brady, it's he's not nervous. There's zero nerve in him. I don't think at all. I mean. <laughs> There are nerves. I mean, dude, there are nerves. But the there. other guys, the other guys, there is. But him, I don't think he's got any. Nah, there's nerves that come with any sports game. I mean, you been, remember high school games bro, that were nervous. He's been in ten fucking Super Bowls. He's won six. If he doesn't give a yeah, fuck. yeah, he wants to win. But if he if he lo- like if he loses, he loses. Who I mean, gives a fuck? Like, go, dude, go home. Like go, you'll go home Giselle. to your yeah you, yeah you go Super home to your wife, wife your and kids, kids yeah. and your fucking ten twenty million dollar salary. And you'll be year. back next year. Yes. Yeah, and there is a fifty percent chance that you will be back next season. Like, it's disgusting, man. But the guy's the best to ever do it. It's not even you gotta close. you got to respect it. you got to respect, gotta respect it. it. And that's, that's what I came to the conclusion this year. It's weird. So I honestly started rooting for Brady this year because... He's one, out of the AFC. Right. <laughs> one, like, I, I actually did not like him, like, on New England. Like, it just pissed me off. Like, he just beat Pittsburgh all the time. But now he's gone. Long gone. He's all the way down in Florida. He's down. So, <laughs> that's fine. But I also drafted him. And even though my fantasy football team was garbage, by the way, I won one game... Um, he was my quarterback, so I got to watch him every week. So I got to root for him every week. Even though I sucked, I started to actually like kind of like him. Yeah, and he, too. dude, honestly, a lot of people have I've heard that like have kind of started to like him. Like he's he's a very, you know that like that video with Drew Brees after they beat him that that got my heart that's mad bit. respect, dude. Yeah. And then the video of him going up to his the son, kid, yeah, can I get the son? Can I go talk to my son? Like like, dude, the first like I don't know that that shit is like mad nice to see when you get to see like these athletes actually being human beings on because you don't get to see that side mm-hmm. of people. Like a lot of the he time. literally goes down to the field with the Saints. He's talking to Drew. Brees he's playing catch with his kid talking yeah. to his wife You're like it's just it's at the end of the day football is football but it's like about your it's family, family and yeah. everything you know i mean I, we'll give we'll give respect to drew Brees after that too after you know we don't well, know how many honest, more years he's got left too you if know? brady loses that game he may not be down there but it's still he did it so <laughs> that's true yeah that's if, if the roles were reversed would brady have been down <laughs> Probably, there on the field I, don't, after? I don't think so because he does t- as much as i like the guy he does sometimes tend to be a little bit of a sore loser i it, just how he's been. But. I don't. I don't. But maybe dude, at this point, this career, maybe not. When you're that used to winning, I mean, what do you do when you lose? <laughs> sure. I, I mean, I would be pretty pissed off if I lost when I win half the fucking time too, and I've won so many times. That's Super Bowl. I mean, that's it's gonna be a big game. I'm, it's I'm gonna be to huge, see it. man. But you know, something that you you mentioned that you know he. What do you do when you lose? So we obviously, I know Andrew when he lost. His guy, forbidding guy, Andrew Luck. He was a very hard day for him. I mean, they were good this season, but it's been, you know, a little bit till they've gotten back to that point. And we're seeing rumors today flooding all over. Is Andrew Luck coming back? Bro, I, as a Colts fan, 
loyal Colts fan since the longest time I could remember. Watching Andrew Luck come into the league, I, that was my guy. Everybody that knows me or has ever known me as a sports fan knows that Andrew Luck has always been my guy. Dude retired. He's been gone. I've accepted the fact that he is retired. As a Colts fan, I have moved on from They're Andrew Luck you back in. as a quarterback. But today... I have been lassoed right back in <laughs> to where I was Guy, when he left. How old is he? Do you know? 31 years old. Oh, wow. That's not bad. Andrew Luck, if he were to come back into the league as a healthy man, would have six more years at least at a high level to solid level. Yeah. Anything better than Phillip Rivers this year would have had us a chance to win a Super uh, Not Super Bowl, but uh, had, had, had us a Maybe. chance to win a playoff game, Maybe. at least, you know? Yeah. Anybody even a little bit better than Phillip Rivers. You know, hats off to him for doing what he did this year, but still. Pretty good season. And, seeing these and... rumors come out, so for anyone who doesn't know what happened, it was, it was, there was a leaked, apparently, was allegedly. Was it allegedly? Allegedly. <laughs> his wife, his wife yeah. was texting his girlfriend, her girlfriend or whatever, and uh, they were shooting the shit, and, and Luck still lives in Indy. So they kept their home in Indy. They, he still lives there. So it was a conversation between him and his wife and one of her friends, and it got leaked out because I guess someone got a hold of like the images or something, and, and they leaked them out onto Twitter. And but how does that get out? Does someone send a screen? So what someone sends a screenshot around and it gets out. Like what it was is it was a, it was a guy that so the the friend must have sent that screenshot to, to one of her friends or yeah. someone like that. And like, then oh it my gets God. out. And then I think someone's husband. It was like a friend of a friend. So the husband got a hold of it somehow, and I guess he just didn't really give a fuck. So he you know sent it out and he proved his relationship to them. And the text didn't really look too fake to me. There were a couple, you know, things that were going on in there that read seemed them. a little fishy, but I'll read them off. But so to start the conversation, basically the conversation started by Luck's wife saying that, uh, talking about their kid, how she like almost spoke, she was talking about she was talking now. Um, and they started talking about Luck and how uh, his wife and her friend wanted to meet up during the week and that she was going to be in the city because Luck had a meeting with Jim Ursay this week. And she asked, like, you know, who Jim, you know, she basically said uh, he has a meeting with Jim. And then the friend asked, who's Jim? And then she was saying, how is Jim with the Colts? Uh, so then they started talking about how he misses playing and, like, you know, how they're going to miss him if he goes back to playing and how, the, you know, his daughter will miss him and this, this and that. The text looked pretty convincing to me. I'm not going to lie. I really don't know why, how someone would go to that length to just, like, fake something out like that, especially with a player like Andrew Luck, who's. And you would think that something like that would be faked out because it's been like over three years now around there. You would think that would happen like right away, like or just like maybe the year after. Like this is such a random time. It is. I, mean, I know, it, they, but they do have an open quarterback spot. So, but we did last season too. Yeah, true. You know, <laughs> after we found out that Brissett was one hundred ten percent not it, we didn't know that we were going to go with Rivers. You know, mm -hmm. that was the same shit last year. Oh, is luck going to come out? Is luck going to come out? But there were never any solidified rumors to it. Yeah. And if you're, some, dude, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but if you're, and if you, you and I both know how tough it is to like stop playing the sport that you love, and we only played it up until a high, you know, a high school mm -hmm. level, a little, and you played a little bit in the college, and we played club baseball, mm -hmm. you know, so I mean, know, it even hurt for our season to get fucking canceled. Like, I mean, our club baseball like, season, that yeah, hurt. that hurt. <laughs> so like, I'm imagine, done, I'm done. yeah, that's it. You know, we, yeah, we're graduating, so like, we really don't have any more opportunities other than a men's fucking softball league or something yeah. like that in the future. Yeah. So. Imagine a guy who's played football for his entire life growing up and everything who just stops 
And then all of a sudden, it's two years later, and you're like, what do you feel? You probably feel like you're missing something. So yeah. maybe not. Maybe he's just fucking designing some crazy <laughs> architectural diaper for his baby or but some stupid honestly, shit. Dude, I, I, I really... You can't tell me that... Obviously, he's watched every game. He's a fucking Colts fan at this point. He knows there's an opening. You can't tell he doesn't miss it a little bit, dude. I mean, come on. I mean, I would. It's hard, so, just, it's hard just to go. Dude, he was, what, 29 years old or 30? 29. When he just went away from the game. Like, I get the injuries, and it's been a few years. He should be healed up at this point. But it's so hard just to leave. Like you said, just to leave the game like that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he misses. I really don't, and I know you don't want to get sucked in. I really know you don't want to, but uh, there's never okay. So, so in my opinion, there's never been an instance like this where so, where a player that good has abruptly retired, and there has been, actually one. No, 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 no. I'm saying Patrick like, Willis, right? No, yeah. uh, Megatron. Oh, yeah, right. but I would know what I'm saying. But like, with there being a connection still there, like right. you're always welcome to come back. When Megatron left, the Lions basically were like, "Fuck you," you know. It was, it was a big "fuck you" to Megatron basically at that point. Mm-hmm. Luck, it was like you're always welcome to come back. Like the door is always open. Like Ursay consistently says it. There's never really been a relationship that's like consistently continued after that. So my question for you after that, honestly, is if you were Andrew Luck, what would you do in this situation? There's an opening in the Colts at the in the Colts quarterback room. You're instantly the starter when you come back. You instantly <laughs> can be making twenty five million dollars again when you come back. Right. Here's my thing. So, would he, if he came back, does he still have like a contract? Yes. You come out, you come out of retirement, yep. right? Before His contract would become active again. Yeah. So, I mean, listen. If he's healthy and he knows he's healthy, because I think the thing is, like, I think if Locke would have went back at any time, they're obviously going to accept him. He's better than what they had. He's even better than Rivers. So. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking if this is real, he must know that he's healthy. He must say, like, listen, I'm healthy. Like, I want to come back. Like, that's the only thing I can see because if he, cause he's been out, you said, over two years now. If there was a point in time where he's like, you know what, like, maybe I'm healthy. and I wanna, I, Maybe he did want time up. I really have no idea. If I'm him, I mean, I'd fuck yeah and want to come back, but I don't know what's going on in his life. He's a weird-ass guy. Yes. So he really is a weird-ass guy. But nice guy. He's a cool guy, man. Whatever, I guess. But I don't really care how he is if no, he's winning right. me football games. Dude, if I don't need yeah, so I don't know him person like what his personal life is like, but fuck, dude. Like if I'm thirty one years old, I still got some game in me. A lot of game. I'm coming back. Ro- Roethlisberger's thirty eight years old though. He's at the end of the season wasn't great. I think luck could be better than he's definitely better like can be better than him. So I think that he's definitely has time too if he wanted to come back. Listen, I mean, I know it's the injury thing, it could be worrisome, especially for, like, when you have a family like that and you don't want to, you know, football is a, a dangerous sport. And I know some people don't want to have their kids see them, like, fucking brittle, basically. But uh, he knows how to protect himself. He's a big dude. Their offensive line is also fucking way better than it was when he played. So he definitely has to feel safe back yeah, there. Yeah, feel a little safer back there. So I think that it's something that he... I think this could be real. I I'm so, I don't want to like get you. No, out, I, I I I agree. I mean, it's no secret that he's kept in constant touch with our coach and GM and our owner. Like they've said it themselves. But all these analysts are coming out here saying like, oh, look, like all these people are saying, all the owners on the Colts are saying that he'll he's not coming back. He's retired right now. This this and that. What are they gonna say? Oh yeah, Andrew. We've been in yeah. all this contact with Luck. We're gonna get all our fans and, hopes and up. Listen, what are dude, they gonna say? This is why I think Luck can do it too. Because put it this way. One, so like I said, their offensive line is better than it ever was for Andrew Luck. Like, let's just be honest. It, it is. Two, I, I don't know. You obviously watch more than me because you were a Colts fan. But who was their running back when he played? 
when Locke played. Yeah, they threw well, a lot, right? They threw a shit ton. Yeah, well, they, Locke had tons of running backs. Right, right. So they threw a shit ton. But here's my thing. Let's be honest. Like Rivers had a good season for what it is, but they won a lot of football games because they had a very good running attack. Yeah. Now they have that. They're not going to force Locke to throw the ball like a million times a game like nah. he had before. So with that in place too, I mean, why not? That's what I'm saying. If you're Andrew Luck and you're, and you're looking at that roster, dude, you're you get, looking at a you chance back. at a Super Bowl. You get luck, you have the mo- you have like pretty much the most cap space. Basically, you get Luck back. You lock up Darius Leonard to some crazy contract, and I mean, you get a wide out. You got Buckner still. Yeah, yeah I, get I rid of Ty. Ty's probably out. I mean, try to get a wide out like a number one, but Allen we'll Robinson definitely. Will they draft one? You think? Maybe later. I mean, Pitt, nah, I don't know. Pittman's good, dude. Pittman's really well, you, good. Like, I'm saying like you got to look for one. I mean, yeah, if you got Robinson, that's crazy, but. The thing is with Luck, though, so I don't know how much money you guys have. So, well, actually, you, have, or third you don't most. have to sign Darius till next year. No, it's, I think it's this year. I think it's coming. Oh, so he's about to get paid. He's now. about to get paid, paid. Okay, yeah, so that's coming up. So then Luck has 20-something. I mean, you guys still wish to have money, I feel like, maybe. I don't know. But I, I think that's something he should actually he should come back. I, I'm on that train. Whether or not he does, the only thing I don't want to see, and I mean literally the only thing I don't want to see, is Jacoby Brissett starting week one. So, that is the only nah, thing. I, you don't think the Easton kid will start? I'd rather have Easton start over Brissett, dude. I'm sorry. We've been there, done that. He's had his chance to prove the dude doesn't even look like an NFL quarterback. He's good for a fourth and one sneak. sneak. That's literally all he's good for. And, and, and then he's good on the bench for, for you know, he's a great locker he's room a free guy. Agent, though? He's a free agent, right? They had to bring him back. He'll, he'll sign elsewhere. I mean, he's got a job in the NFL for sure. There. Like, he's probably one of the better backups in the league for sure. But yeah. he's not a starter. No, I agree. I think that luck. Luck. Don't know if he will be back, but he should be back. That's. That's my last take. I mean, if we're going to find out about it, it's going to be coming here soon because the Someone's got to make a statement. Somebody's got to make a statement. Yeah, that's really it when it comes to football now. I mean, that's it. we got one more game this season, and then it's just on to – I mean, baseball will be coming up. I'm excited for that in the mm-hmm. spring, but we got a t- some time till, uh sports are really ramping up again. Hockey's back. but Yeah, so definitely, I mean, I feel like this podcast is definitely going to go towards other, other topics now because we did talk a lot about, about sports. And like I said, like when we first started the other podcast – the goal is to, you know, have everyone listening, whether you're like an adult, whether you're like a mom, a dad, you're a high school kid or something, a girl, boy, like I definitely want like to reach out to everybody. So yeah, there'll be some topics that might stick to, you know, a certain gender here and there, but I think it's something that we want to get everybody to listen. Definitely. Yeah. Don't want to like conform to just one, you know, sector of people that are listening, just like sports fans or something like that. We want to be able to reach everybody, you know, so mm-hmm. And that just about does it for episode one of season two with Ball So Hard University podcast. We're honestly super excited to be back again, like we were saying earlier. Just talking again, getting all of our opinions out there. And we can't wait for episode two next week. Stay tuned. For sure. You're going to have a you know nice guest next week. Have guests, you know, along the way. If you want to check us out, check us out on our social medias. And then check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thanks again for listening. And have a good night.